Before we start today's show, I want to let everybody know where you can find, interact, and support the show. First, follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. Again, WBGCast on Twitter. Second, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Also, don't forget to give us a rating review so that other people like you can find the show too. Three, support the show by heading over to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast. Our goal is to eventually remove all ads from the podcast. Help us get to that goal by going to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast. And if you sign up for the $5 a month contribution, we'll give you a shout out at the end of every episode. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast, episode 15. It's Wednesday, April 24, 2019. I'm Brett Jackson, and joining me, as always, is Michael Dewey. What's up? Hey. And why, why, are, we, why are we doing this on Wednesday, Brett? It's my fault. <laughs> what did you do? It's my fault. Um, I went to a movie. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. What movie? Captain Marvel. Uh... Me and my wife uh, wanted to go. Well, we we really want to go see Endgame, but we hadn't seen Captain Marvel yet. Uh, and Endgame comes out tomorrow night, I think. Yes, uh, I believe so, so. And we're not like those. We don't. We never go to like you know the first showing or whatever because um, it's so packed, and I just don't want to deal with it. Uh, it's. I just. I want to get my seats. Like the you know, I I like we we like sitting at the at least in Regals. That's where we go. Regal Cinema is what they have over here. And it's like they have the bar, you know, up front um, Mm -hmm. when you walk in. So, and we like sitting right behind the bar. So you can like, well, for me. You don't have anybody sitting in front of you. Yeah. Like, it's like, I never get up to pee, but as soon as I don't sit behind the bar, I always have to pee like the whole time. (laughs) Like, so, but as soon as you sit behind the bar, you know, like, well, if I do have to pee, I can just get up and hop over the bar. But never have to, never have to, um, so we always sit there. Um, nice. I actually like sitting more halfway up personally, but yeah. Well, that's what we used to do when we would go with my parents too. They're always like smack dab in the middle of that, you know, halfway up, halfway in. Um, yeah, I got to get the perfect eye line of the the screen. It's a good spot, but then I'd just be, you know, I'd have to go to the bathroom the whole time. I don't want to crawl over everybody. Have you ever been uh, to a movie where you are sitting in the very front, like very, very, very front, far right or far <laughs> no, left? I don't think it's I been had that to, bad. I watched Indiana Jones, Skull of whatever the hit, Crystal Skull. I watched that movie hmm. at that exact position, and the movie already was terrible. It made it way worse. Did you just get there late, or was it? Did yeah, you just really we, want to see that movie? I forget honestly why we why we got there so late or what, but. Um, yeah, literally it was like the last seat possible was right there, very front, far right. And there was, yeah. there was somebody, I don't, I don't know why, like, cause there wasn't that many people in the movie when we went, cause it's been out for a while, but there was somebody that was like sitting maybe two seats across from us and we're, we're pretty close to the middle, right behind the bar. And they got up like in the middle of the movie and went all the way to the front. Like it was a couple, like a man and middle-aged like man and wife uh and they moved from like next to us all the way to the very front like right in front of the screen and there's nobody up there like it's completely empty 
and they just went right in the front and then they they sat there for the rest of the movie so i'm like maybe did somebody drop their maybe contacts they couldn't hear <laughs> yeah like maybe somebody smashed their glasses uh i don't know but it was okay i don't I don't have. I'm not a good movie reviewer because I probably have to see stuff a few times to know if I actually like it. Yeah. Um, well, we know Dom loved it, so I guess if, if we're saying it's meh, you know, if you're like, I, nah, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't think it was Dom that mad, great, so. like to be honest. But I mean, I'm glad I saw it before Endgame because I'm. We are both very excited for Endgame. Um, yeah, me too. And we just finished watching like all the. You know, we've been doing our Marvel every few days uh, for the past like month or two. Uh, and we just watched, we kind of did them out of order towards the end. We were like, I was getting all serious. Like, oh, we need to go like release order this time. Cause we've done chronological before. And, and then we just wanted to watch infinity war. So we did that. And then we still had like four or five movies that we'd skipped. Uh, so we were watching <laughs> like Ant-Man one and two, like the past couple of days we watched black Panther, which I also like probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I don't like uh, love black panther that much <laughs> really i actually i actually like it's, black panther it's good like i i enjoy it it's just like when i compare it to the other origin movies it's not my favorite uh, but yeah. captain marvel at least after this first watching i'll see after i see it a couple more times when it's out i would put it like smack at the bottom of oh wow uh, like what would you put what would you put at the bottom don't include captain marvel like what would you put as the worst marvel movie I'd probably I'd say, say Iron like, Man 3 is one of... Well, well yeah, actually, Iron wait, Man 3 is not great. Iron Man 3 was pretty terrible. And then you also had the Hulk. Um, oh, the I don't original. even count that. Like, I don't, you can't count. I don't even count that. Okay. I mean, you have... Is that like a remake? Like, is that like... So it's it like is kind of a remake because the there's two and yeah. the one with... Uh, what's his face? Edward Norton or... I think it's Edward Norton is the guy who plays him. That's the newest one. Yeah. and But even that is like before they started doing the whole MCU and all that so it's like but at the same time I, it, it kind of was because I think it came out like I think Iron Man came out before that like they came out in the same year maybe yeah they were, then, they were very close but like the Hulk it, I don't know they must have been working on it before I don't know though there's still like a cutscene with like Nick Fury or I feel like there's a connection in maybe with Tony Stark I've, I can't remember so maybe they did they just completely like maybe people didn't like it so they switched the role because, yeah, yeah, I did not like Edward Norton. I just didn't like that movie at all. It's terrible. So, yeah, I and guess I have to put Hulk at the bottom. So there's also, the, of the Thor series ones, um, I think the original Thor I liked. The second Thor two's, I didn't like. He's not that great. Yeah, and then Ragnaros I really liked. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones real quick. I mean, you have Guardians of the Galaxy. Those were all good. Um I like, you know, mainly just because I really like the main character. Do you like Captain um, America? I feel like Captain America gets a lot of crap. At least, the first Captain America was really rough. <laughs> at least from Ashley. Um, yeah. She hates Captain America. I love Captain America. I even like the first one. It's not like particularly, it doesn't hold up to some of the other ones maybe, but I like the story a lot. Do you like Civil War? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I always feel like I don't like, when we rewatched him this time again, I was like, oh, I don't think I like the stuff with... Winter Soldier and then going into Civil War with more Captain America and Winter Soldier and but I don't know, rewatching them, I, I get into it. So if you hear if you hear Brinley crying upstairs, she's asleep, but she's learning to potty train right now. And so when she wakes up, she's not really awake and she gets very like fussy and cry while she's sitting on the toilet. So that's what we're that's what we're listening to. If you can hear that 
you know, that's, that's a potty training three-year-old right there through the night. Yay. Everybody wants to be a parent, right? I know I do. Um, <laughs> you sound so excited. Um, but so, yeah, I would say Thor 2, uh, maybe Hulk at the very bottom. I would yeah. say Captain Marvel maybe is competing for me with like Thor 2 because that's also not that great. Um, yeah. But I'll fight you, Dom. Uh, I've only seen it once, so maybe I'll, my opinion will change. It was good. Like it was entertaining. Um, and it makes me, I liked all the backstory stuff leading into Endgame. You learn more about like the Kree and Ronin and the people connected to that um, who you see in Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. So what What's funny too is I didn't think I was actually going to like Ant-Man either. And that was actually pretty good. Yeah, so. I like both of those movies a lot actually. I mean, it's yeah. totally a different kind of thing, but... Um, even then it's even like a way different kind of thing than guardians of the galaxy. I feel like it's a different kind of humor, uh, but I feel like they pull it off pretty well. So, so my real quick question, it's not a long one, but I think it's a funny one. So you have to, speaking of superheroes, I went with like the weirdest superhero powers. And so you have to choose one of these and you, this is your new superhero power that you will have forever. You either get to choose to be able to understand dogs when they bark so anytime a dog barks, you know exactly what they're saying. Or hmm. every time you insert the USB stick, it is inserted in perfectly. You don't have to do a flip. Don't have to do a flip. Because hmm. you know what I mean? Like when you try to put the USB in, it's always wrong. I actually <laughs> so did like that. Turn. Yeah, I did that earlier today. Um, <laughs> I'd probably choose, well, for sure, I would choose dogs barking. I don't even know how useful that is, but I feel like I don't really use USB sticks that much anymore. And... Plus USB C, cross your fingers, it's coming. So won't have to. Hopefully, won't have to deal with that for too much longer. Um, <laughs> it'll it'll be like skipping CD discs. You won't have to worry yeah. about it. Man, USB C is so nice. Except it's so frustrating because not everything like lots of people don't support it still. But I have like on my MacBook that's like only USB C ports. But uh, it would be frustrating if I had to plug anything into my Mac because then I need a dongle, but I don't plug in anything into my Mac, so it doesn't matter. Um, did Brian did Brian convert you to a Mac, Brett? At least on the laptop front, because I needed to get a new laptop anyway, so I was just, just like, sure, let's give it a go. I honestly, I think I'm, when I was hunting for laptops, I care more about like just the feel and finish of the device, like on the outside. Yeah, uh, and. Man, it there's just not a lot of like really pristine looking machines on the Windows front. There's a few, um, there's a few good ones. I just I really like the the MacBook build quality. Um, By the way, the runner up one of the runner up uh, powers that I thought was really funny was having the ability to stop grass from growing. Stop grass from growing. Hmm, <laughs> that would be probably way more useful than the dog thing. <laughs> <laughs> or the dongle thing, I guess. Now, yeah, <laughs> I would choose that, but since it's not in the running, I'll choose the dogs. <laughs> That's really funny. So, what have you been playing this week, Brett? I think everybody's been playing Diablo. Maybe not Brian because he only plays on Fridays, but um, I know I've been playing a ton of Diablo 3 for the past few weeks <laughs> uh, since we got it on the spring sale. And yeah, and you've been playing, and Dom's been playing, and yeah, I. I've been playing uh, a lot of my Crusader still. So that's the highest character I had when we bought it from like way back when. And so I just kind of jumped back in to try and finish the build that I had already kind of made. It's like a, 
the skill is called Condemn, I think. It's one of the popular builds that I just looked up. And it's like kind of this explosion that pulls everything into you and then you just blow it up. And then you're trying to use that big like Akrats or whatever whatever the ability that makes you a big giant guy. Yeah. Um, you, you're trying to get your cooldown reduction so low that you just keep using that over and over infinitely so you never have to go out of that form. And then you just spam Condemn and blow everything, blow everything up. Um, so I've gotten up to, what is it, Torment... I think 13 is the highest I've done on a greater rift, but that's mm. like, it took me like, it took me up to the 15 minutes because I was like having to run in and kill some stuff and then like take, take a breather and then like yeah. make sure I'm going in at the right times and stuff. I can do torment 10 pretty easily, like just to farm. Uh, yeah. but I, I would like to push it higher, but it's like, I don't, I feel like I'm at the point where I need like, a couple more pieces to roll right for me to be able to change it up a little bit. And I just, yeah. I've been, I've been farming for a while and I cannot seem to get anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I might be changing my, my spec a little bit on uh, my barbarian because I really liked my spec before, which was basically whirlwind and throwing axes was kind of the main purpose of it. Okay. And yeah. I mean, I was shredding fairly, fairly cleanly doing well by myself. Um, but I, I went with the, I looked up some random specs to see what was good and what, what the in, like the community was saying to do. And one of the big ones right now is called Barb Charge or Charge Barb. Yeah, Charge Barb. And um, it's short for Charge Barbarian. And so instead of having a leap, you do your charge. Um, and so, I mean, that's what was really kind of weird is having constantly charging in as opposed to leaping. And then they have like three different shouts. And so most of my abilities are shouts now. And I ha and then I just have my trigger, which is like my swing. And every once in a while, it will throw a spear. And so I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> it's know. not as fun. It's, it, I feel disconnected because all you do is you just run around and let things hit you. And it has uh, thorn damage. Oh, so you're just waiting. Yeah, I, I tried a similar build. Maybe not similar, but a, a thorns build on the Crusader I was trying it on PC before we got it on Xbox and it was actually super like it was more powerful than anything else I had done so far on PC. So I got super pumped about it, but after like grinding a little bit, it's not, it's not quite as fun. Like when you're just waiting for them to hit you, yeah. um, even if you're taunting and stuff, it's like, it's, it's cool to watch them like fall over, but it's, it's way more satisfying. I feel like to do something like, either swinging i want to find an ability or a build based on i don't know if the crusader i'm assuming they probably have one but barbarian's probably better of something where you actually like uh are using your weapon to kill people and i feel like yeah. all the builds i've done so far are you get so to the level where your weapon does nothing you're just wait you're just using the weapon as like a damage multiplier to power a skill but I, yeah. I wonder if there's any high-level builds for Barbarian or something that are based around using, like, that main weapon ability. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But even the Whirlwind, like, could be kind of, like... And that I could see where Whirlwind would be satisfying. Yeah, because, honestly, it's fun to actually go through Whirlwind, through things, cut through stuff. And when they throw the axes as well, you can it shoots out three axes in different directions and does decent damage as well. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm actually contributing, actually trying... Because, yeah, I don't want to really... And that might be what Diablo is, and I might realize this after playing for a while. 
that it's all about stats and not about items, um, which is kind of a weird thing because you think, oh, well, you know, items give you stats, but like you said, you know, it doesn't really matter your weapon then anymore. It doesn't matter it, yeah, it's more what about, it does. I, at least, and I haven't played like, I mean, I, I've probably played the most out of our group, but I still haven't played. Like, there's so much that I don't understand still about like, and the builds that I've done are literally just going online and reading and trusting that this is the best gear or whatever. It's because I feel like if I tried to do it my own, I would not get to that end point very quickly. Yeah. Um, but it seems like like the build right now has two weapons that are best in slot. Uh, and the the reason they're best in slot is because um, of the like the orange legendary ability. And it seems like mm. most of this most of the items in my build right now that aren't set items, if they're legendary, it's all based around the legendary ability that's tied to the item. So then like it it becomes basically like here are the items you're looking for because you want that legendary ability, but then it becomes of like, oh, I got that item so I can start using it, but it's like a really poor roll of that item. So all the stats are low. So then like, yeah. oh, I can keep farming to see if I can get like either a better roll or like an ancient version of that item or a primal version of that item. As like a pr So that's kind of what it's about. If you like a build and you want to push the build higher, it's just really about like looking for the same items, but better versions of the same thing, which yeah. I know Brian's just like, puking all over his laptop right now listening to this because he hates <laughs> he hates grinding for stat boosts like that but honestly i find it really relaxing um but i do like to i want to experiment with some more classes and different builds across classes because i'm kind of tired of the crusader a little bit because i've just been yeah. playing it so much so when we play again with everybody i want to i want to experiment with like the, the wizard more a little bit that i was doing i just hadn't found any set pieces yet well we now we also know that now that I've made it to 70, I can just invite you in as a low lobby and just run um, some nexuses and pretty much just power level you. Just to that's get a bunch did. of drops, yeah. And even if they're like poor rolls or whatever, it, it doesn't really matter. I think once you can get a few green set pieces uh, of something that like interests you at least, then you can kind of start trying to build something on your own. Um, or if you just look it up online, there's probably a build based around that set. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's fun i really like it i'm I'm like pumped that everybody's kind of getting into it because it's man it's something that i've always wanted to play with a group for a while so even if it's only for like you know a couple, month or two couple months like that's fine it's been really fun yeah no i think it's been great one of the next things we want to talk about is the news so this news week has been kind of slow and so because it's slow we're actually going to talk about some really weird things yeah um we'll start out actually with one that popped up on one of my feeds um from pcgamer.com that there's a kickstarter out there um and let me bring it up real quick so i can get the name of the game um we don't we don't encourage uh contributing to this game necessarily because uh, we try to keep it somewhat still pg <laughs> you know because in case there's anybody who's listening who's underage or anything um but there's a game called subverse and it is a pretty much like Mass Effect 2, but with very explicit sex options in it. So it's pretty much like an adult pornographic video game. But I checked this morning or this afternoon. They have raised $1.4 million on Kickstarter for this, which is just kind of like, yeah, it's like, holy cow. People are actually really wanting this. Oh, um, it's going up right now. It just ticked up. Um, yep. 
38,000 backers. Thirty. Wow. So 38,000 people. <laughs> There's a market for it. <laughs> are into... We See, the thing is, we're not even into this, so we don't even know how to even properly say it, but it's H-E-N-T-A-I. So hen- I was hen- saying hentai. Hentai? I'm hen- pretty hentia? sure... I'm pretty sure it's hentai. <laughs> hentai, yeah. Hentai Mass uh, Effect. Which is, which is uh, for those who don't know what hentai is, it's um, animated porn. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so there's not much else to say about it, except for that there's a really dirty game coming um, called Subverse. So if you are a parent and you want to protect your kids from that and you hear that they're wanting to play the new game called Subvert, don't let them. Yeah, or maybe don't give them Kickstarter money anymore. You know that yeah. you shouldn't be giving your kids <laughs> Kickstarter money. Yeah, I wonder if that's a thing now. Instead of giving you allowance, we're going to give you Kickstarter credit so you can help other people. I bet. Oh, I don't know about Kickstarter. I never hear about Kickstarter anymore. I feel like uh, I've never backed a Kickstarter either, so I don't know. Um, I know like, Trevor Congleton used to back a bunch of them. Oh, get video tons games, of board games. And, oh, board games. Yeah, those yeah. are always big. Uh, which it would be fun, I guess, if you were into it, like following a project, but. I just never like got super pumped about anything that was on there. Like it never, and it was like, it's going to be the same price when it's out. So I might as well just wait. And then like, I don't have to risk like not getting anything. (laughs) Uh, I could see there's some, some stuff on there. Like if you get in early, you can get like a big discount. So I I get that, I guess, but, or if you want to support the idea, but uh, yeah, I bet. um, I feel like parents probably, do you think parents give their kids like, uh, money to donate to their favorite creators because I feel like you know like on Twitch you can like tip people or I don't know what currency there is but you can you know get currency and yeah. give it to those people or like give money to Patreons or like do like how speaking of Patreons we've got one too, <laughs> yeah so if you, you can... if you got a, an allowance of Patreon money from your parents maybe throw <laughs> a couple bucks our way <laughs> um, but there's got it's got to be a thing though I would think I because think... I think parents probably just give them allowance and let them choose where they and want they to just, give. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. Because man, if I if my kid, I don't have kids, so who knows? Maybe I'll feel differently. Uh, you'll I don't, you know better, Mike. But if I had kids, and they asked me for Twitch money, it would be a no go. <laughs> <laughs> so pulling back the curtain a little bit, um, Brett and I both are on Google Hangouts, so we can see each other's faces, and that was a really fun reaction to watch. <laughs> kind of come up to that conclusion of a no-go um anyways sorry um yeah I, I don't know my girls are not that old I mean they're only almost five and three so we're nowhere near needing to give allowances or other things like that and honestly I never grew up with an allowance the only allowance I got was when I mowed your parents lawn <laughs> your dad would give me allowance yeah we got when I would mow the lawn we got like a little allowance I always remember it being like it was a dollar, pretty like m- a dollar for mowing the lawn yeah, or something. It, and like when we got, you know, quote unquote raises or whatever, like if it was on our birthday or whatever, we get like, oh, you get a quarter more every week or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure back in the, I, I know the inflation, you know, has affected the, the time since the nineties, but I still <laughs> feel like a quarter was not that much in the nineties. Well, you're, you guys had like almost Maybe an acre candy. Of, of grass. Yeah, to mow? It, was, it was a pain. It was a lot. Maybe it's just because we were little, it seemed like totally a lot. Totally worth a I, dollar. <laughs> yeah, it was a dollar to go mow. I mean, your dad got a pretty good deal on that. I don't so. know what I spent my money on back then either. Like, can, probably candy. 
Did you guys um, computer did your games buy you the N64 games, or did you guys have to buy them? Um, I think it probably varied. I know, like my dad originally bought the console because I think he kind of wanted it and thought we would like it. But I don't. I know. I I do remember like, uh, probably buying some games, and then like we'd get others for birthdays. Or I remember renting a lot of games too. Yeah. Uh, specifically, N64 games from like Blockbuster or whatever. Oh, crazy times. <laughs> yeah, recipes. Good times. <laughs> Did you know there's still one Blockbusters open? Yeah, it's in Captain Marvel, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, really? But, but there, yeah, there's there's a scene in that movie where she like touches down to Earth for the first time, and it's like in Bend, Oregon. It's in the middle of a Blockbuster video. <laughs> <laughs> and then like right next to it is like a Radio Shack. So she like went back in time where there's like old stores like yeah. the one and only stores well i think that awesome. i think the movie takes place in on earth in like 1995 i want to say or around that time oh but well, so i guess that's in the peak of uh blockbusters and yeah radio shack yeah I, a little random note is i totally remember going to radio shacks and when you go to the mall my parents would go do their own thing and i'd, I'd either ask to go to like a GameStop kind of a store or radio shack because they had like robots and stuff oh and yeah to play with. If that, i was i was wondering i was like what else is in radio shack besides those like stupid little robots or remote control cars or something <laughs> yeah and then i remember they had the whole back section of like computer parts and like where you could make literally chips and all that craziness and i never knew how to do any of it i, but don't I was remember just like, that wow, it's crazy so the next area that we won't talk about though is nintendo nintendo switch they're coming out with a new model that's going to be coming out here in June, so a few months from now. What what What's going on with that? Yeah, so th- they haven't said a ton of specifics yet, but, I mean, people have been talking about what Nintendo's been g- going to do for a while because they, they had so many revisions when they did the 3DS and the DS and all those, you know, all those handhelds. So people were wondering, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to do Switch XL or Switch New Switch? Or, you know, it yeah. sounds like... The first thing that's coming is actually a a cheaper switch, uh, so probably like a a slight downgrade, <laughs> which yeah. I mean is kind of boring for anybody that's probably interested in switch, uh, but it'll probably be good for their for their numbers because switch is already selling like crazy. So I would imagine getting something else. I don't know how much it's three hundred dollars. I think right now is probably market price for switch, right? So I believe so. Yeah. I don't know what like if they could target like. 250 seems like I don't even Microsoft's doing $50 cheaper. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't see how that's going to drive numbers. If it was like 200 and it was like, you know, a downgrade, but it was 200 bucks. I could see that being crazy. Um, yeah. 199 for a switch with a packing game, but it sounds so, like, yeah, that's, that's coming first at least. Speaking of drops real quick, a little side note. We didn't put this in our notes, but I forgot that I saw it recently. So Mortal Kombat just got released yesterday and you know the usual $60 price did you see that it's already reduced you can get it $10 off I saw the day after I saw an article on that I didn't click into it so I didn't know what price it was where where is the discount at so you can get the I think it's on Amazon and there's a one at Target that you can get um, for the discounts if you do the Amazon one you can also get a $5 gift card as well with it so it ends up being like $15 off that's crazy I wonder why <laughs> yeah. that like why does that happen so fast at retail is because like they their pre-order numbers weren't as high as they thought maybe so they have like a bunch of stock that they're trying to get rid of 
To be honest, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, it seems like there's enough of, a, of the game and enough of a following that they could have at least left it for a month. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I, I thought about putting... There's a couple of new releases, I feel like, but none of them are stuff that we would ever play, probably, including Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. So I, that's why I didn't put it on the news. But yeah, if that's your thing, it's cheaper now, so hopefully you didn't buy it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, going back to Nintendo, is there anything else... Uh, Looking at the article really quickly, there's a lot of speculation of if then there'll be a hardware boost or not, um, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, it's, well, so it sounds like the cheaper one is coming first, um, and then by the end of June, that's what it says, um, so at least from whatever report IGN's pulling it from. And oh, then, yeah, and they, they look like they're going to remove the vibration feature to cut costs as well. Yeah. And then a modest upgrade uh, scheduled to come later this year is also what it says. So I don't, I don't know. I could see that being their, you know, Switch XL or new Switch or something like that, where they just, I don't know what. It's been a while since I held a Switch, like to see like what what needs improvement. I mean, maybe it'll just be a spec bump, like slightly. You know, there's there's new GPUs and new chips out now that are probably like coming down in price that they could stick in there. Um. Because I don't know, the hardware is really solid. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know I, what else needs to change, really, apart from just like maybe boosting the specs a little bit to make sure that they can have it. I, they already don't get some of the AAA because like I don't think it could handle it. But they, they get a decent amount of stuff on there um, that's yeah. coming over. That's third party. So if they just did a spec bump to make sure that that could keep happening, that's probably all they're wanting to do. So the next thing um, coming down the pike is Fortnite developers. So we talked a few weeks ago about how um, a few Bungie and other places, the work environment hasn't been so great and talking about how people are working ridiculous hours and all that crazy stuff. Well, it seems like Fortnite is also having the same kind of issue of overworked employees. Um, A new article came out, um, looks like it was today actually, and they talk about how many of the staff members and like the, the the programmers as well as customer service reps are working on average 70 hours a week. And that is just ridiculous. Especially for so something much for that's, work-life balance. Yeah. One for something that's making as much money as Fortnite is. And I know that they're probably wanting to, you know, they, they go crazy fast with the amount of updates that they push um, and the amount of new stuff that they put in the game. But, it's not like they're, um, you know, they're not, they're not a startup. They're a huge company. <laughs> They've been doing it for a long time. So, and there's somebody said even here, like 70 hours a week, a lot of people are doing, and they know people who are pulling hundred hour weeks on Fortnite. <laughs> like that's crazy. Um, that, yeah. Like when do you sleep? I don't and know. When do you go home? I don't, uh, man, it's rough to see like more of these stories come out. It's, it's, it sucks. It's not like i don't know it's, it seems like it's not a great time to work um a video game <laughs> industry at least at certain levels like if you come in as a new either a new developer or a new just like you know artist or designer or just a low level uh you know an intern or a first level employee like you don't have a lot of power so you kind of have to do you know i have to do my best at this job and you're not going to want to if you get your in at your first company, like in the industry, 
of course you're going to want to do what they want you to do. Yeah. So you're not going to have a, a ton of like power to be like, no, this is unacceptable. Like I have to quit. Cause where are you going to go? Like, it's not, you can't just hop around like at will, especially if you don't have a ton of experience. Yeah. So I, I feel for those people, if those are the people that are getting, that are working, you know, overtime all the time and getting stuck into these situations, I really feel for them. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of studies out there that show working between 35 to 40 hours is actually the peak amount that humans can work. And honestly, even 40 hours, if you want to be, in my opinion, now I'm slightly, I'm a millennial, I guess. So, um, you know, take that for what it's worth as well. I don't know. I, I think there's so much more to life because as I've gotten older and even with this podcast, I started to realize that there's things I'm interested in. There's things I have to do. And as life goes on, there's more of each of those categories. And for me, work becomes less of an interesting thing or high priority for me. So like, for example, when we have two girls, um, my wife is in school right now and I'm doing this podcast and I work a, a normal 40 hour job. Well, I have to get up and take care of the kids, get them ready to get them out of the door. So in the mornings, I'm not really doing much besides taking care of kids and making sure everybody he's fed and, um, getting myself ready and packing lunch and et cetera, et cetera. Then go to work, work all day, come home and by the time I come home, I'm taking care of kids again until they go to bed. And then when they go to bed, usually around seven or so eight, you know, they're calling, needing things. So I'm not really able to work on a whole lot of stuff during that time. And because you're constantly getting interrupted. And then by that point, it's eight, eight thirty nine. And that's like the golden time of every day. And what do you do? Do you recharge yourself? Do you tackle new projects do you work on your fitness like there's so many things demanding that golden hour or you know hour or two between nine and ten nine and eleven that it's like if somebody if you're going to work and you're required or having to work 70 80 100 hours you are literally letting everything else in your life go there's nothing else in your life that is important um yeah you may be working some on the weekends and stuff to help kind of even that out but you everybody needs time off so i i don't know i'm it is really sad it, it honestly makes me want to make my own video game company you know <laughs> and, and just run it run it better and run it the, yeah <laughs> run it the way i want to run, run it and where everybody wants to work there but at the same time i don't know i've never i've never run a business or anything so i would never know where to start or anything so yeah well and i mean there's obviously plenty of examples i'm sure that you could say of company game companies that are doing a good job at it it just sucks because a lot of these big examples lately this this year and last year are you know the big guys in the industry the some of the biggest like ea and epic now and you know bungie i think bungie bioware and all the all or these Bioware, yeah. all these huge companies are and, and even Rockstar like with the the workplace stuff similar to this that was talked about Red Dead with all that crunch and I mean I don't know it's hard to like point specific fingers with articles like this that are kind of just like you know anonymous reports um but at the same time it's like man I wish the I wish the more of the big players in the industry would clean up a little bit 
to set a better example yeah. in the industry uh, yeah. across the board, not even just with workplace issues like this, but with their practices across across their companies as well, which have, especially with companies like EA and just with all the microtransaction stuff and the games as a service stuff, and it's just kind of ruining parts of the industry a little bit. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that is there are, we've got the release of the highest selling games this this year and this month. And it, it was actually really surprising, to be honest. Um, looking at the list, the highest paid, here, we'll, we'll let the audience think for a second. We're going to give a, a few seconds here. What do you guys think the number one selling game is for all of 2019 so far? Yeah, that's so Let's, far. And this so is so far. This is from the the NPD, the National Purchase Diary. Um, this is from their report. Uh, and they're usually like the source that everybody goes to for like stats on sales. So I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read the top five and I'm gonna read them in random order. So so that you can't really, you know, actually guess, um, or, or yeah, you don't think I'm actually telling you. Uh, number no, number one of them, <laughs> uh, one is Red Dead Redemption. Another one is Anthem. Another one is Division Two. Another one is Kingdom Hearts Three, and another one is Resident Evil. Thinking of those five, if I had to guess off the top of my head what the number one selling game of 2019 would be, I would actually say Red Dead, or Div- or Division. Those would be my top two. As I say Red Dead, I realized Red Dead came out in 2018. Yeah, I was like, and I'd so, probably put, I was thinking like, what would I put it put? I probably would have put maybe Division 2 or Anthem on the top spot. Um, yeah. With Red Dead like close behind because I, I don't know how, you know, what the numbers, it'd be interesting to see charts of like Red Dead 2 versus GTA 5 when it came out, like at this this many months in, uh, yeah. if it's as popular I feel like it's probably not. There's no way it's as popular as GTA Five. I don't. I just don't think the IP is quite as big, um, even yeah. though it's it's gigantic. But it's like it's still been out for a while. But the crazy thing is, the number one game sold in 2019 is Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, that's what? that's so crazy. I I mean, I know they put out numbers saying like, you know, this is the best selling Kingdom Hearts like. Uh, the best-selling game of the year so far, the best-selling game in the series history. Um, previously, that was the original Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> uh, so that it beat records internally for them as well. Um, so a lot of people like Kingdom Hearts. I yeah, actually, I actually which, really would like to try Kingdom Hearts three, but I don't really want to spend that much money for it. <laughs> yeah, um, just because I know I don't know if I'll even like it at all because it's it's. I just like Disney, so I I, I want to play it for the Disney stuff. From what I hear, the story that's like outside, like the overarching story of like the anime characters and all that stuff is like really really confusing. Even if you're like, <laughs> even if you've played some of the games, so I'm sure like I have will have no idea what's going on. But I yeah. I still want to try it. Maybe if it goes on sale or I don't know if something like that would hit Game Pass or not. It seems probably too big to for them to make that kind of a deal. Yeah, I think so too. Well, the one that really surprised me, and maybe you can look it up while I'm talking about it, is Smash Bros. Um, when did Smash Bros. get released? Um, I feel like it was maybe December or November, maybe, or maybe even January. I don't know. I feel like it was relatively, relatively close to the beginning of uh, 2019. And I would have, if I had to guess, not knowing the list at all, 
I would actually have put Smash Bros pretty high because it seemed like there was a huge, huge following and huge excitement to the new Smash Bros that came out. Yes, yeah, December um, seven. So, I mean, obviously their pre-orders and all their first wave of like early adopter buyers will will have hit last year. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, yeah it's it's it, it's interesting to see kind of. How, all the sales and stuff and it looks like tom clancy's division two has actually been rocking it though i mean they they're the leader for this last month yeah they come in at um, second place uh for 2019 right under kingdom hearts yep they're second place um and oh yeah i should probably tell you what the the top five are since i gave you those lists so yeah number one was kingdom hearts number two was tom clancy division two number three anthem number four resident evil and number five red dead redemption two so those are the top five. I mean, if you want to know the top ten, I could just run it off. So Jump Force is number six. Smash Bros. is number seven. Sekiro is number eight. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is nine. And then Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is number ten. I don't know. Like, some of those last few games, I don't know. Jump Force is like... I think that's like a Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, haven't played that. Haven't played Sekiro. Black Ops 4. That's old news, man. Yeah. Um, what, do you ever play the Super Mario Bros. Uh, U Deluxe? Uh, I can never get Super Mario Bros. straight anymore. The naming seems are awful. Because I, <laughs> what does that even mean? Is that Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe? Is that on Switch? It must, I would imagine. It must be. Can't be. But I feel like I've played Super Mario Bros. U on the Wii U because that's why it's U. <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the U is not for you. Maybe it's Super Mario Brothers University. Ultimate universe. Super Mario Brothers University. That sounds right to me, actually. Um, yeah. If not, that's a spinoff. They could they could spin that off. <laughs> Mario goes to school. Yeah. Luigi's Gets his there education. Too. No longer a plumber. Professor Boo. <laughs> Principal Peach. Um, <laughs> principal Peach. Oh, that's great. Um, he has to rescue the principal. <laughs> I miss, uh, man, I wish I had a Switch because some of those like old school Mario games and even the new like 2D ones are really, really fun. Uh, yeah. Just really relaxing, especially on the handheld. But maybe, maybe if they come out with a 199 Switch without that Rumble <laughs> stuff. Um, 199 one actually up. isn't too bad to, to pick it up, especially see how portable it is. I could get, I could get down with that. It would, I'd probably be on my phone way less. Yeah, it would depend, I think, for me on like what they cut corners on. Like if it's the display or the processing power, I don't know if I would be on board. But if it's a lot of this, like the Rumble stuff, I don't care about that anyway. Um, trying to think what else is on there. Even if they made one that was like, that literally didn't have the Joy-Cons detachable, like just make, I, I'm almost, the, I don't even know if that would work. But it's like, just make the Switch, just like, on, that's it. Like it's just a like Switch. like a Game Boy or like a Yeah, and you could still dock it. But you'd, if you docked it, you'd have to get, like, a, another controller or something, maybe. But, like, just make it with... I don't, I don't know how much money that would save. But Isn't that, like, the PlayStation Vita or something like that? Oh, the Vita, yeah. Vita, yeah. It would look very similar to that. Rest in peace. Because I, don't, I <laughs> think the piece. Vita's dead. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it was actually a pretty cool piece of hardware. A lot of people... There's, like, a pretty loyal following for the Vita out there as well. <laughs> um, but because they were doing a lot of cool stuff with that before anybody else was. Yeah. But it never caught on. Yeah, no, I'd be I would be interested to try the the, the new um, 
the new games that are coming out sometime, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens as as time goes on. Um, I think we're pretty pretty content with what we're playing right now. So. Yeah, there's already too many games to play. Um, I don't have time for a Switch. Yeah, seriously. If we had, if, if we could do this all all the time forever, that'd be amazing. Like, imagine, imagine you woke up in the morning and you would just turn on your console because it was you were paid to do it. That would be amazing. That'd yeah, be, I don't be even life. know what I'd play. Right. Everything. <laughs> and then people would actually give you the games to to try and to give you re- your opinion on. That'd be awesome. That's probably good uh, and bad. Yeah, that's true. But I would take because then you don't really get to enjoy the games probably anymore. Yeah, then you're biased, and then everybody gets on you for being biased, and then then you're sunk. Yeah. Then you're just a shill, <laughs> or whatever they say. Whatever the we paint a bright future is. for anybody that's um, up and coming in the industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so tell me about uh, Apex, Mike. Yeah. So Apex is I just has a, a small while. buff. Yeah, we haven't played it in a long time. That's why I checked in on it. I just went through and read some notes and stuff. And uh, they have a new patch coming out. And their big thing is they're trying to, um, they're trying to make it so that each character is playable. Each one of the legends right now, they obviously have it so that the two largest legends um, are not very playable. And I cannot remember their names very well. I know Gibraltar is the big shield guy. Yeah. Is the and other guy the the gas guy? Yeah, the gas guy. What is his name? Ooh. I don't know. You can look it up while I'm talking. Yeah. Um. But anyway, those two guys are the ones who don't really get played very often because they just are not as good due to either their abilities or mechanics or whatever. Um. But what they did is they buffed both of those characters to where both of them have a 10% damage reduction to them. Um. Maybe that's just like extra fat. You know, the, the fat is what softens the bullets or something. Um, but yeah, they gave them a, both a 10% damage reduction. And then um, the guy you're looking up right now, the the gas guy, he had his uh, canisters usually did one damage per second, but now they got boosted up to four damage per second. Um, so you got to watch out for those now. And um, yeah, then Gibraltar, again, 10% damage reduction. And then also his little gun shield that he had that mm-hmm. got boosted as well. It used to only have a 50 uh, HP shield, but now it's up to 75. So, I mean, you could take an extra shot pretty much from it, but I always felt like it was super tiny anyway. And so it doesn't really, I don't know. I feel like his shield should be like a full body shield. Oh, it yeah. really feels like it only covers your face. I've never, yeah. The few times I've played both of the heroes, I have not had very much success. Uh, yeah. especially Gibraltar. I just feel like, uh, he's such a big target. I think the health will help. Um, hopefully it doesn't, I mean, they've, they're probably play testing it, but I, yeah. I could see the reason why that is needed for those two guys. Yeah. It's a uh, caustic is the, Oh yeah. Caustic is the guy that we were thinking of the gas guy. Yeah. Mr. Farts. Um, so really outside of that apex really is, hasn't really had much news to it. It's been pretty straightforward. Um, still kicking, still doing great. Um, the big news, the biggest news probably of the weekend, I realized I snapped when I uh, <laughs> was talking. Um, so I'm snapping. If you ever hear me snap, by the way, if I'm not able to edit it out because I talk and snap at the same time, um, one of our fans actually asked that we do timestamps. And so I'm trying to do snaps so that when I do my editing, 
it's actually easier to and quicker to be able to put the timestamps in so I don't have to listen to the whole podcast again, especially when we have long hour and a half podcasts. That just means editing takes a lot longer. So Yeah, so we're um, trying some stuff. Yeah, so we're trying um, some things. So if anybody else has any suggestions, you can uh, find us on Twitter. Uh, we do. We also did the little intro with our little social media plugs at the beginning. So if you're interested in following us on Twitter, remember it's WBGCast, and our messages are open, our DMs are open, so you can always send us suggestions, tips, um, anything. Uh, but anyways, like I said, the big news um, that's coming down the pike is Overwatch, Overwatch Workshop. I actually don't know when it is going to be released, but it was announced today, um, just a little while ago. And it's actually a pretty cool idea. Um, I think it's a good idea because it help, one will help young individuals be excited about coding and get into getting into game development. And what it is in a short version is that Overwatch is going to be putting on a putting in a little workshop where you can design game modes. You can design characters, you can design guns. They pretty much almost made it open source, it seems like. So to where you can change and create whatever type of game you want with the Overwatch kind of genre and feel. Uh, they talked about some games where if you you could create a game where if you landed on the ground or were on the ground, your character instantly caught on fire. So it's kind of like playing lava as a kid. You know how you play tag and there's the bark or the rocks were always lava so you had to like run around the other way and play tag that way well you could do that now in this game um they also talked about how you could make some random character type games as well and make it more balanced so you could actually say every minute you rotate characters but you can set limitations to where whenever there's a rotation rotated character there's always going to be a tank and there's always going to be a healer and the rest are going to be support. And so it allows the randomization to still somewhat say balanced um, because that's one of the issues with the uh, random hero maps is everybody all of a sudden one team could have all tanks and the other team could have all healers pretty much. And that's not really fair. And you have to just kind of hope for the best for about the timer. Uh, but yeah, you could create your own methods and own games and I don't know. It just seems kind of cool. You you do have to have a little bit of knowledge of coding, though. Yeah, it's kind of like they call them scripts. Like that's pretty much what it is. You're you're doing their custom scripts to be able to like tie certain actions to like conditions and events, and like you can kind of tie those all together. It's hard to even comprehend some of it, like what it this will lead into, uh, depending on like how many options they have for each thing. Um, I'm more interested, like says you can't edit the maps i was wondering if that was a part of it or not but not yet at least um yeah so this is mainly just gameplay like tweaks and yeah. all that um yep. but i'm wondering it they talk about kind of like cut you could create your custom hero and I'm, they don't dive into that a ton i'm wondering like how how much customization they'll have on the heroes themselves like, do you, can you only take the existing abilities from existing heroes and create a custom hero, yeah. or can you like invent your own? Yeah, that's what I'm ones. wondering. Or, or like, can you do? Is there like modifiers for all the abilities so you could like tweak what they actually kind of do, or for like radiuses and damage outputs and all that stuff? I'm, yeah, it's it's crazy, um, and it's it sounds like it's only, it's kind of like kept just to custom games, right? That's all this is for. 
Yeah, custom games, but you can you can play it on console and PC. They yeah, said. Yeah, it sounds like the creator is on console and PC too. I think. Yeah, I, I when I was listening to the the announcement, it I don't know. They said you could play it on console, but they didn't really specify that you could edit on console. And I don't know if you're having to do any sort of programming. I wonder how hard it would be to do on console. Well, because it at least from what I'm looking at, like with screenshots, it doesn't look like you're actually like writing code necessarily at all. It, you're just kind of using okay. Like they kind of have all their stuff. It looks like kind of in like drop down menus. So you'll like have like oh, okay. here's a list of all the actions that you can do. Select one, and then you can tie this with an arrow to like here's an event that you can trigger, or here's two things that you can trigger, or that kind of stuff. So you're probably okay. building these like it's kind of like code, but just like more visual. So I could see it working on console, but yeah, we'll see. It would take forever, probably. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, it sounds like it's probably. I mean, they even say like it's kind of more for our power users <laughs> at the moment. Yep. Um, people, because I, it's going to take a lot of time probably to create something that's going to be cool, and then you have to test the, the crap out of it if you want it to be good. Um, well, they also said it's going to come with like a custom debugger, as well. Yeah, yeah, which Oop. like the inspector Bonk. or something, so you can. It sounds like at least a tool to help figure out like if something's breaking, like why it's happening. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of a cool idea. I will probably mess around with it at least once or twice. No, that's really interesting. I, I mean, I know we don't play custom games that much, but I hope they do like, um, it sounds like you'll be able to share it, but I hope they have like a good interface on the front end for like being able to surface good content. Uh, yeah. So that like you can go browse like the top, you know, a voting system. I don't know whatever everybody else does for stuff like this user created stuff, because it would be fun just jumping into random, like ones that are really popular, seeing kind of what what people are making. Yeah. So I yeah, no, that would see. be it'd be very cool to see kind of what what comes from it. I would also be interested to know if like I'm sure they'll pay attention to the top ones, and find out like new ways to come up with like custom games or new new features and new games in general so they may like adapt some of the ones that people create into the actual game later i think that'd be kind of cool can you imagine if they had like a map editor Uh. in overwatch (laughs) not i don't like i'm i'm just envisioning i'm thinking just because it's blizzard like kind of if they had what you could do with starcraft and warcraft 3 if they could somehow it's probably infinitely more complicated because of the space and the yeah the genre but it would be so crazy if you could do some stuff like that with um overwatch but maybe we'll just have to wait for warcraft 3 reforged yeah um, Warcraft 3 reforged. which i'm super excited about but i'm <laughs> i'm kind of like excited but i don't know if it'll actually if what i want to happen will actually happen which is like for all the cool custom games to come back and for yeah. the online to work perfectly, uh, it, that would be awesome. I would spend so much time there. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun. I yeah, I I want to play. Speaking of Warcraft, is what the game that I want to go back to. And so Brian, I'm calling you out on this because I know you don't want to play on PCs or computers anymore. But what if we played Footies again, Brian? Think about that. We have to wait. Footies. We have to wait till. When is Warcraft Reforged coming out? I'm not sure. I don't I don't know, but also I think you can only play with three people on a team with footies typically. Three it was 
Oh. Was it four or was it three? I think it was four, but it was like... No, it was. You weren't, like, you weren't on teams, though. You were kind of just, like, in the game. Or I guess you, you were... No, you were on you were teams because we had our own little areas and you had your own two, base. Then? Tell or, you what? Or you had... That was right. It was four corners, and each corner yep. had three people. Yeah. And you... Okay, yeah, now I'm remembering. And you'd have And you your, had your hero. Your that was your big your thing. Hero, and then you'd spawn whatever unit you teched into... Oh, oh man, yeah. we need to, we need to right. get this going. Yeah, and then one one person would always tech into like a tanking you footy typically. Another one was like a range or DPS. Yeah, and, then, and Brian would always do um, Dark Ranger and spawn like a billion ghouls and just Dark Torin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I always liked um, it, it. It was like I liked the old versions of footies better. Like before they started adding all the crazy heroes, when it was just yeah. the classics with like <laughs> where you could do like Archmage and just actually do Blizzard and like AOE stuff down in the back lines. But then eventually I feel like people just kind of figured out how to counter everything or they added more items and more heroes that did counter and yeah. then it got a lot more complicated. It sounds like I'm not blade. Do you remember blade Walker? Oh, blade the orc guy. Yeah. The blade orc master. Guy is it blade master he would go remember. like invisible and you come out and just like yeah his first attack was like and, super crit and yeah, yeah the crit chance and whatever it's so oh man it's so fun starfall i love um that was such a fun game i wonder how popular that was in the scheme of things probably not very <laughs> yeah not very not very we we were probably the the odd odd kids who always loved it that but. and like lion tower defense which they even oh, yeah they even talk about that i'm looking at the warcraft 3 forge like promo page they even talk about like limitless custom games um including line tower defense <laughs> uh we're, we're bringing it back they don't mention footies but i it sounds like i think i read somewhere in an interview that like the old stuff will be able to work in the new engine okay i think so like technically you could like put i'm not sure i could be wrong there but i don't feel like I, th- I think they're building on top of the old stuff, like not just completely scrapping everything. So hopefully mm. all the old games that we liked will be able to actually work now on the new Battle.net instead of having to like click join at the same time and hope that you get into the same game. Oh, that was yeah, I forgot about that. That was a pain. I just, uh, yeah, I, I th- man, now I just want to go into like custom game stuff with Blizzard. Have you seen... um? dota chess dota auto no. chess no <laughs> have you seen this we, uh-uh. oh man we have i i won't go into it too much on this podcast but maybe that'll be uh i'll have to post something in slack for everybody to watch because this is like a custom game in the starcraft 2 community uh that has become like super big and it's over in i think korea like it's a korean custom game that or somewhere like some asian uh, country that's where it came out of and then it's it blew up this was a like a month or two ago that I found it um, I have not played it but I've watched a lot of videos of it and it is it it looks so fun and it's really made me want to download Starcraft 2 just to play <laughs> Dota Auto Chess and it's I in like a brief summary it's just kind of like one of those old school custom games where everybody has their own little chessboard quote <laughs> Uh, with okay. like uh, a grid and there's you know 10 12 people like just with their own boards right next to each other so you can all see kind of like lion tower wars where you can see everybody's board on the map okay 
And then it goes in phases where you'll like have a purchasing phase and you have money that you get and you'll be like, oh, I want to get this unit. It's randomly rolled. So you'll get to pick like five units out of your randomly rolled pool. And you'll be like, oh, I want a goblin fighter or a elf mage or something like that. And you'll start putting those pieces on your chessboard and you can pick which grid you want. And then at the end of each round, like your purchasing phase, then it randomly matches somebody, another player's board of units with your board of units. So then their setup, wherever they have them on their grid, will m- transport to your board and then they fight. And then whoever wins uh, gets to move up and whoever loses get, gets docked a few points. Okay. And then it and then it does another purchasing phase and then like another placing phase and then it fights again. Just keeps doing that until the people that eventually lose too many times get dropped off and get killed. And then it's just like fight to the death of whoever can last the longest. But oh, weird. I'll have to post a video because it sounds really complicated, but once you see it in action, it's like, oh man, it looks it looks kind of like some of the really fun parts of those old Warcraft 3 custom games. But it's yeah. so funny though. I just thought it was hilarious that this StarCraft II custom game is like blowing up in certain parts of the internet. Um, What's funny about that is like just listening to the idea, if somebody could totally make that into a board game that, you know, like you can make it a board game and not use StarCraft characters oh, and just yeah. make some other fantasy thing and make tons of money. Yeah, well, and it's like the StarCraft II custom mod stuff it looks like it's it's really flexible. Like, they're, I mean, you're using StarCraft assets, but it's none of the stuff is really modeled after starcraft anymore it's just like generic fantasy things yeah um but yeah i'll have to post a video to that i'm super uh, yeah this overwatch stuff i'm excited to try the custom workshop games once it's out it sounds like it's on the ptr right now so it might be yeah. a few weeks before any of this gets to live but i yeah. it just makes me excited for like blizzard customization because <laughs> the commu- yeah. community created content is super fun sometimes it sure can. It's always hit and miss, but it usually can be pretty good. So, well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show just because it's a rather short week for news and everything. But um, I hope everybody continues to have an epic week and tell a friend about the show. Don't forget to give us a rating review and follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. Um, and again, thanks for hanging out with us. And until next time, see you next week. next week.